And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Back at it again with the questions. Hello, Edward. You are first up on the uh, Ask Roz and Mocha podcast. How are you today, by the way? Good, good. How are you? Good. good Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, for joining us today. What is your question for the room? All right. So um, I was just wondering who was responsible for the biggest troll job thus far? Hmm. So... But my the the one example that comes to mind would be actually when Mocha told Maury how big a wrestling fan uh, Rachel McAdams was oh, <laughs> prior to his yeah, interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mocha's used that one a couple of times on Maury. He fell for it both times. Uh-huh. But you're right. That was one of the biggest troll jobs that we've ever had on the show. So damn it, Maury was. When was this, Maury? Do you remember? It would have been like five years ago now. No, way longer than that. I dude. would say way longer than that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Hold on, wait for Maury to do the math here. Sorry, wait for Maury's computer to do the math yeah, for him. Yeah, not me. Yeah. Uh, 2016. So six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. Right, so off by a year. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Maury was about to, he had to go and interview Rachel McAdams, and we would always have meetings, just like quick, like at the end of the show kind of thing. Hey, I'm talking to Rachel McAdams. Uh, anything you guys want to touch on? And Mocha immediately went, oh, my God, she's like huge wrestling fan. Yeah. And Maury was like, really? Uh, and, and Mocha was like, yeah. And then so Mocha gave. <laughs> and I said that she's uh, famously been sitting ringside. Yes. Like, when you watch pay-per-views and stuff. Yes. <laughs> that she's like a huge, she's been deep into it since she was a kid. Uh, and then, and then Maury's like, okay, cool. And it wasn't just that, but like Mocha sent Maury with like some really specific <laughs> deep dive wrestling <laughs> questions for Rachel McAdams. Like which game she was at. Uh, game. game. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, do we game. have that? Yeah, yeah. of course. Now, who knew that you were such a wrestling fan? You love wrestling. Do you like old school wrestling or or new school wrestling? Me? Wrestling? um, Mocha, our host, has seen you like courtside at wrestling matches and stuff like that. Have you gone to to matches at all or is he he mistaken? No, I think it was me. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? It was like a week or two weeks later. Uh, Maury was going to interview Kyle Lowry when, right. when Kyle used to play for the Raptors. And the same thing, <laughs> what kind of intel can you give? And I said to Maury, yeah. uh, guess what? Kyle Lowry, huge wrestling fan. <laughs> Fun fact, <laughs> Kyle Lowry has like a massive collection oh, of wrestling dolls on. that he keeps like in a right. glass cage. Ask him, because he's got two young young kids at home, if he would ever let them play with the wrestling dolls at any point, right? right. So I understand, Kyle, that you're a huge fan of old school wrestling um, and you have a collection of, of the dolls. Will your kids get a chance to, to play with your collection at all? Um, I don't have a collection of old school wrestling dolls. and the problem is right like when you're in it when you're in those moments because believe me right like believe me i've been i've been in moments where a producer has just like through like things get complicated and convoluted and everything else and i've been in moments where you ask somebody something that is completely wrong doesn't exist is a huge mistake and the one thing you can't do in those moments is you can't blame it on somebody else right like that's just it's just bad it's poor form like you have to own it right and so that's the hard part is like listening to Maury's soul leave his body because he can't say oh my god I was fooled this is a joke like you can't can do I take that you in into the, the room interview. for a sec so when Rachel McAdams when I did that 
so in these rooms, there's like people, like publicists and stuff. Yes. So when that happened, oh dear God, the feeling of everyone staring at me and looking at their phones and going, what is he asking? <laughs> yeah, I would say that's probably the greatest yeah. troll job that has ever happened on the yeah, show. I would say. Yeah. I, I would say. I don't know if it, because it was like, because huge stars too, right? Like uh-huh. it's not like you trolled with you know, a, a lesser star, like we're talking, you know, Rachel McAdams and Kyle Lowry, like both of those, like that's humiliation on like pro level. Right? Even as, hearing as, that back now, I'm like, oh dear God. Right. Yeah. PTSD. You know? <laughs> yeah. Those were some real great trolls. You're right. You're right. They may, they may be the best. Hey they may Edward, be the best. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for your question. It was awesome talking to you, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, for before, having me. before we let you go between Ron's and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, you know, I've been back and forth on, this Mm -hmm. i would say as of late since listening to the podcast a lot more often um i'm gonna go with roz oh interesting fun fact roz huge wrestling fan (laughs) 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 got got a collection of action figures and dolls at home and a glass case stop it stop it (laughs) thanks edward all right thanks have a good one guys right on bro Okay, Richard has a question yeah. that I know that Dammit Mori is going to jump at answering first, okay? Okay, yeah. What is something you would do in a hotel room but never at home? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, go for it. Well, I mean, my like my immediate my my mind goes dirty. <laughs> Yo, Mori's so nervous right now; he can't even speak. <laughs> I know, but like, what could you? But what haven't oh. you? For, like. I'm trying to figure out, like, even if your mind does go that way more, I'm trying to figure out, like, are you talking alone in a hotel room, right? But, I mean, it's stuff that I just, I do at home as well, except... But but you would do, how would it be different in a hotel? Because you just... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, thank God we bleeped oh. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so disgusting, You're dude. so disgusting. You're so disgusting. <laughs> I knew, I knew, as soon as you asked that question, I'm like, there's, like, we're going to have to bleep this within 30 seconds. Wow. Wow. Uh, Now, you travel. Okay, uh, okay, an honest answer, I'll say eat in bed. I believe that that previous one was an honest answer. (laughs) I really do. Stop trying to deflect. Yeah, I really, I really do. I really do. And I believe that even at home in the condo that you still eat in bed. Oh, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, it's no? explicit rules. Oh. But what happens if Matthew's not home? Or will he know? Oh, no. I, I, I'm not going to mess that up. Because if there's a crumb, like, no, 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 no. Just lay a towel down. Isn't that yours? Haven't you seen those videos? There's like those those TikTok videos where it's like uh it's like a woman and it's like super seductive music and they're like we like to lay a towel down so we don't make a mess and uh-huh. she lays a towel down on the on the bed and then the camera cuts and it's like her and a dude in badly eating nachos. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've seen that. yeah. Has yeah. Matthew never said like, hey, let's watch TV? Because you guys have a, a TV in the bedroom now. No, right? no, it's still in the box. Oh. What? Yeah, no, I've had the TV for a year now. It's still in the box. Why? Because, like, Matthew hasn't found the right person to hang it. What are you talking what? about? Like, he's doing stupid research on companies to hang the TV properly so that it doesn't, like, make a mess or fall off the wall or the the hole for the wires is wrong. Like, he's like... Well, you just call Best Buy. Geek Squad will do it for you. Or his brother will do it for free. Yeah. So. so the TV's still in the box. So I told him, I'm like, for my birthday, yeah. the TV that I bought, can you please hang it on the wall? 
Yeah. And what did he say? He, I, I, he was like, I don't, I don't know if I'll have time for your birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would hate to go in a hotel room after Dammit Warrior was in there. I know. Just like food and dishes and towels. It's like a and... rock star was there. Oh, I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I don't have an answer for this. What is something you would do in a hotel room but never at home? I don't know. Like maybe not make the bed? Yeah. Right? And you, for, I mean, you've traveled so much for ET Canada. Oh, my God. Right? You've yeah. stayed in countless hotel rooms. Would you have an answer? Hundreds of hotel rooms. Um, God, I think that in hotels, the there's a weird rule, and it was sort of a, um, a rule that came in when people started conserving water when you started to go to California in the, in the hot months and they would leave, leave these little notes saying that, you know, if you want your towels washed and changed, mm-hmm. um, throw them in the bathtub yep. and then that way we know. Yes. But if you don't, we're not going to take them. Like if it's sort of on the counter and stuff like that, we're just going to refold it. Like if you want fresh towels, throw them in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And I always feel weird throwing towels into the bathtub. Like I think that that's rude. Yeah. And so I always have this thing of where I'm like, oh God, I feel like really awful doing this because to me, it seems like I'm being dirty. Sure. Right. I'm throwing them in the top like there has to be a a, a way that is a little bit more friendly than just hurling them all in the bathtub but so i would never do that right like a hamper they should put a hamper in. yeah yeah you're right yeah you're right yeah 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 no but but because like they clean the bathtub too if you put it in the hamper there's then the hamper's dirty yeah also also in hotels the thing that i never do that i do at home is i never sleep under the bedspread huh right what do you mean so what do you sleep under? You, you I take I, I take the, no because oftentimes it'll be like a sheet, some sort of duvet, and then a blanket that goes over top of that. Yeah, that blanket that goes over top of that, throw it on the floor. They never clean it because they don't clean those. Mm. Oh, right, they clean everything under those. Oh, <laughs> oh true. no, right, but yeah. they they rarely rarely oh, no. clean yeah clean those. No, at, oh, home, I use sleep, at home, Roz, you, do, you huh? sleep naked at a hotel. Do you not? Uh, no, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you'll put your naked body on the sh- hotel sheets? Yes, of course. Oh, you see, I'm always yeah, worried yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. there might, like, they, what if they actually don't clean them? Oh, the other thing that I'll do in a hotel is I'll have, like, three different kinds of beer and two different kinds of wine all in the same night because of the mini bar. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, they never <laughs> but it's give so you. it's easy, though. They never, but they never give you all of one kind, uh-huh. right? It's always like they'll give you one. You know, Sam Adams and one Corona and one Heineken. And like that, Pabst Blue. Yeah, but yeah, right? Like they give you they give you one of everything. Yeah, variety right? though. Right? Yeah, but they want to give you options. There was one hotel where they profiled you though that I used to go to. I think it was the Mandarin is a really racist name. It was the Mandarin Oriental. That they used to have that, that hotel yeah. in Vegas, right in That's the true. same complex where like Aria Vidara Cosmo is. Yeah. And then they changed it to to something else, like the last time that I went. So Mandarin Oriental is like a huge brand and it's yeah. a, it's a viciously high-end hotel uh-huh. and they profile you so you know how some hotels now when you go in and you open the mini bar there's sensors under everything oh yeah right so you don't even ha- they don't even have to check they know in the office what you removed because the sensor goes off when you take out a bottle you of have beer. like it's like 30 seconds or something yes. like that right and then otherwise you get charged for uh-huh. it right so i had been going
going to this hotel for so many weekends in a row and like a couple times a month and then once three times in a month or whatever it was and they profile you mm. and it's and, and at first you're like that's creepy don't build a profile on me so when you go up to the counter and you're checking in your profile comes up and they're like how was your trip from Toronto Mr. Weston all the stuff they mm. know because it's all on the screen but they profile you also what you like mm-hmm. if you like a high floor or a low floor and it got to the point where I would go in and I would check into my hotel room and I would open the mini bar and everything else in the in the little fridge was completely cleared out and they would load it with as many bottles of Corona as they could fit. Oh, wow. wow. Because it was the only thing I ever drank. How would you not love that? I would right? love to be profiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because it was the only thing. I never touched the, the vodkas and everything else yeah. and I didn't do the wines. So they would unload your fridge and load it up with everything that you liked. I would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. You walk into Maury's hotel room on the bed, it's just like, God. <laughs> also, I watched a TikTok once that if you fill up a shampoo bottle with water and put it in the mini bar or whatever, like yeah. you can take stuff and then put the weight back down in the mini bar and they won't notice. Oh, but you have to be so that, specific though. with the that's, weight, though. That's like Indiana Jones stuff, man. <laughs> like, like You have 30 seconds. Switch no, it. No, no, thank you. Uh, Rayman46 asks, this is a question for Dammit Mori. Mm-hmm. Does Dammit Mori's dad make concoction for his two sons? Whereas no. I guess his other two kids. No, because now that there's my new mom, Donna, or whatever, she does a lot of the cooking. She's my not new your new mom, mom. Donna, or whatever. <laughs> She's been in your life for 25 years. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Happily married to your father. Please stop calling her your new mom. Especially because you don't even know the old one. <laughs> I know, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah. she, Donna is your real mom. Donna's your mom. I know, it's weird. Even after 25 years, like, I, I, I find it weird to say mom because she didn't birth me. Right. Do you no. call her mom? I call her Donna. Donna, you do. I right? think that's fine. But, but that's because I call Frank that's Frank. Fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But um, stop calling her new mom. Yeah. Stop saying my new mom. Yeah. So concoction is what, Maury? So concoction is what my dad would make if he had to go to a party or wasn't going to be home the next day. He would make it, put it in the fridge. It was like rigatoni, ground beef, breadcrumbs, corn, chickpeas, like all kinds of crap in one dish in a Tupperware yeah. that you would, in the breadcrumbs, I don't know why, but I think it was to like hold everything together. Sure. And so I would heat that up in the microwave and that was my dinner. And right. it would last like two days or whatever. So does Frank make concoction for Daniel and Kyle? No, they eat quite well. <laughs> He barbecues for them all the time. Oh, yeah? Like, in fact, Daniel is very specific on what he wants. He doesn't eat vegetables and stuff, so they'll make No veggies? No veggies. He's trying to be an athlete. He's like a hockey star, right? He will not touch vegetables. And so um, everyone gets, like, what they want. So he'll make hot dogs for Daniel. He'll make pizza pockets for Kyle. Like, everyone gets a specific Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah, hold on a second. (laughs) Boil hot dogs. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. So dinner. Dinner. You can't. You can't say. You can't say. Listen, man. My dad. He will make. He will make like everybody what they want. If you want hot dogs, he'll do hot dogs. You want pizza pockets, he'll make you pizza pockets. So dinner for the other kids. Get the hell out of here. Made, done, served in under five minutes. I I would ask for concoction at that point. (laughs) Have they ever asked, have Daniel and Kyle ever asked your dad to make concoction because they've heard about it so much? They haven't heard about it. So, like, my dad and I had a whole separate life before Daniel and Kyle. How do they know? 
do they not listen to the show? No. And you've never brought oh. up concoction. I've never at brought all? it. I, I should. I've never brought it up. But they don't know half the stuff my dad and I lived through and experienced. And so does Donna cook at all or no? Donna you, does a lot of the cooking. Yeah, she does. My dad right. will do the barbecue. My dad does the meat and she does sort of like everything else. Right. It's so super. I never understood that about guys and barbecuing. Like my old man couldn't cook anything, right? Uh-huh. He had no interest in cooking. Unless it was like on the barbecue, and then all of a sudden he's a chef. He still had no idea what the hell he was doing, <laughs> putting burgers on there and squishing them down as oh, hard as he could. I know, with the spatula, the right? Yeah, like he had no idea what he was doing. But for like, but my mom and that generation of women, right? Like my mom was terrified of the barbecue, mm-hmm. right? She thought she was going to blow everybody up and kill the family. So my dad got to go out and do that. But it was just like that sort of thing that everybody just accepted that dads would do, would work the grill when. Every other day of the year, they never even went into the kitchen. Right. Right? And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's a great barbecue. I'm like, no, it was kind of crap. It was dry <laughs> and overcooked. The edges and were gray. burned. The edges were burned on one side and one yeah. side. Like, like, what the hell? I don't know how we got to that. Like, I don't know. I don't know who didn't sit mums down when I was a, when I was younger and go, listen, don't be afraid of the barbecue. Okay? You, you, this is you. This is not him. He will ruin, you know, everything you buy. And that's what my dad did. My whole life you ruined everything on the barbecue my dad when he makes hamburgers like he's very specific he puts little bits of cheese and garlic and onion like he sort of buries it into the meat and it's gross and then like you he'll stand in he front turns of the a barbecue. burger into concoction yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'll stand in front of the barbecue and like form it with his hands and he's always like you have to like slap the meat what does he know he doesn't cook but he's very he has like rules of course for, he does for these because things. dads have this weird stupid thing with barbecuing <laughs> that i don't understand uh, Justin Chu asks, you have your own late night talk show. Yeah. Who do you invite as your first guest? I had my own late night talk show. Oh, Did yeah, you? On, on yeah. Toronto One, right? Yeah, yeah, I hosted a late night show live. It was live at 11 o'clock. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. It was called Last Call. Yes, you and another person. Yeah. You know what? You yeah. want to know something crazy? Yeah. When you hosted that show? Yeah. You won't remember this, but I was there. <laughs> Were you? Yes. It was at a bar, and you had to go, like, down the stairs. Yeah. And as soon as you go down the stairs, the bar area where you guys shot yeah. the episode was, like, on the left. Yeah. I was there for the very first episode because I was. we were both Seriously? working really? at this radio station wow. at the exact same time, but never really conversed. But I knew the other person right. who you were working with because yeah. I produced for her show for a while. Yeah. And I was... There, I was sitting there. I remember. Is, this is two times that you've met Mocha and you don't remember either. First of all, I was way too drunk doing that show. <laughs> I wrote, you should read the book. The, 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 the stuff I wrote about that show is yeah? wild. Really? Wild, man. Yeah, oh. it's wild. Yeah. I can't wait. By the way, roswesson.com to pre-order a little yeah. bit broken out on September 27th. So. Yeah. So uh, so who did, I'm trying to think of who we had on that. Uh, we interviewed Roseanne Barr on that show. But like mm. if I was doing a show now, like a late night show show yeah i think that you regardless of being a fan i think that late night shows you have to go to the well of the people who are just really great on late night shows as being a late night show guest Mm -hmm. right you know what i mean like there are people who are experts at being a late night show guest Mm -hmm. um so i would say in that kind of world who is an expert at being a late show guest I mean, you can't you you can't not say Dave Chappelle, right? Mm-hmm. You can't not say Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. right? Kevin, Kevin, like, Kev, Kevin Hart is like Kevin Hart's the best guest yeah. that you could ever have on a talk Will show. Will Ferrell as well. 
Oh, yes. Nah, no, well, not for well, me. For me, my list is Will Ferrell, yeah. Kevin Hart, yeah. uh, The Rock, and also uh, Mark Wahlberg. Those four are my... See, Kevin Hart, Mark Wahlberg, and them are great. Will Ferrell is not no. a great guest. He's not. He's a terrible guest. Yeah. Who? Mark Wahlberg? No, Will no, Ferrell. Will Ferrell oh, is a really? terrible yeah, guest. He's a terrible guest. And he's also a terrible interview. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's yeah. the worst. Oh, I would pick him. The this worst. I'm a fan of his. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds would be fun. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, yes. He's good. Yeah, fun. he's a good guest, too. You're right. He's a really great late-night guest. Uh, who else, Maury? Who else is a really great late-night guest? What about guest? Matt Damon? No. The stuff that with I've Kimmel. seen. With Kimmel. With Kimmel. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they, like a, they got a great relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. it's super. Justin Timberlake's a really good late-night guest. Mm, yeah. So I was going to um, say, like, Rebel Wilson. Mm, I haven't funny. seen enough of her to be a good to whether because what you want right is you want like back in the day it was really interesting because all of those late night shows were everything was predetermined ahead of time right Mm -hmm. pre-interviews and so you would get booked on a show and then the producers whether it was letterman or leno or even conan at the time uh you would get a call from the producer ahead of time and they would do these pre-interviews with you and they would say okay so tell we got a new movie coming out and then they were like okay so have you been anywhere lately have you been traveling and they were like yeah you know i went to uh you know i was in uh, uh you know bahamas with my family okay so what happened in the bahamas then and they were like oh my god you know what like i got stung by a jellyfish mm-hmm. and then so they would these producers would work out all of these stories and when you went on to these shows, Leno, Letterman, everything else, they were scripted, mm-hmm. right? So the entire thing scripted. That's why you would always, you know, Letterman or Leno would go, so uh, you've been anywhere interesting lately? Yeah. Right? And then they go, actually, I was just in the Bahamas. Funny story. I got right. stuck. All yeah. they would do is tee them up. But back in the day, okay, there were um, three guests, three late night talk show guests that never had to do a pre-interview because they were, it was guaranteed gold. Okay. Okay. And back in the day, those three late night guests, one was Howard Stern, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, uh, Robin Williams. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. Nev- nobody ever pre-interviewed Robin Williams because yeah. it just, it did not well, matter. Well, because he was just right? a, a comedic genius, You bring right? him on and then he would just go. Mm-hmm. Like that was the, that was the thing. And I think the third at that time, I'm trying to think like back late 80s, Billy early Crystal. 90s. Uh, yeah, Billy Crystal, but he wasn't one of the big three. It'll come, it'll come to me later. But everything else was so scripted on those shows. Like it was like. Everything that they said was predetermined that they were going to say. I would add now Daniel Radcliffe because any like he's very funny. Yeah, I know, would add Daniel Radcliffe. You know who's really good? Jamie Fox is hilarious. Jamie Fox is a great oh, guest. Oh yeah, Jamie great Fox guest. is wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Jamie Fox. Oh oh um no, I'm trying Seth to get what about Jennifer Lawrence. No, no, no. He's the one Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, I mean, well, no, because Jennifer Lawrence has a shtick, though. That's the thing, right, is that she's always, like, sort of awkward and a little bit bitter and dry, which I love that, but that, again, is so predetermined, right? Like, it's so predetermined. Where Kevin Hart, uh, I don't think that I've ever seen a better prepared talk show guest than Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart comes with like three minutes of original material mm-hmm. that is like out of the park home run material as a late night talk show. Oh, guest. it's the third year thing of Joan Rivers? No, 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 no. I think it was a woman though. I remember, uh, I think it was five years ago, Jenna and I went to New York and we went to Fallon. Yeah. And RIP Don Rickles. Was it Don Rickles? I think it was Don Rickles was like a guest and they yeah. had, uh, I think he had Fallon had like two other guests that were booked. Yeah. 
And Rickles was so funny. Right. They just let him go. Yeah. And he was there the entire show. Like he did. And maybe the other planned guests weren't really there. Yes. But they just said that because they knew Rickles was going to go long and all the other things that they had planned like games and whatever yeah. they canceled because it was all rickles and he just had the entire place in stitches he was going on and on and on and at one point one of the producers was like trying to wrap him to yeah. be like we have to cut to commercials and he like shushed her and said i see you back there give me the hand that we have to wrap you can leave me alone yeah and then the entire place erupted yeah. and he just kept going on with his jokes and it was like one of the funniest things i'd ever seen no you're right don rickles was Don Rickles is on that list. I think George Carlin was the other guy. Was well, the what other about guest, Marty Short? Actually, um, uh, no. I think no. I think Martin Short has fantastic and he's great, but I think he has a limited amount of yeah, material. Yeah. But hilarious material yeah, 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 for yeah, that yeah. segment. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, those late night talk shows are, are wild, and they tape them in the afternoon too, yeah, right? I know, weird. Like, yeah, it's so really, weird. I know, it's super weird. Hi, Chris. It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Hey, man. What's up? How's it going? You all right? You all right? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. oh, was that, was that on it's purpose? Of, yeah, it's my way of breaking the ice with you guys. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Puberty. So that, that was on puberty. purpose. That was not you going through puberty. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> do, you, do you do that all the time with people that you are just meeting for the first time? That's your go-to? Uh, I do it, I do it quite a bit to break the ice to make them feel comfortable. <laughs> Okay. Why wouldn't why wouldn't we feel comfortable with you? Well, no, I, I'm the one that's nervous, so I just wanted to break the ice for myself. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So you don't do that voice okay. like at work and stuff, right? Oh, of course I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, so what's your question, man? So my question was, uh, what what is your thoughts on the potential of like using VR and incorporating into like our daily lives, and in the sense of like maybe you want to get over a phobia or. Uh, maybe do game night with family, like an escape room or meeting celebrities and that kind of stuff. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on it? Like, or even people with um, with limited movement and they can like actually enjoy the VR and like feel like what they yeah, can. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that, but like for me, I wouldn't want to do. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not big on VR just yet, man. Like maybe video games, VR video games. Um, but like for regular life kind of stuff, I, I, that's not for me. They have to work on it so that people who wear glasses can do it without feeling barfy. Right. That's my problem with the VR goggles. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of think it could be good for therapy reasons. Right, like sure. uh, like you mentioned, suggestion. like you mentioned, um, when it comes to getting phobias and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's great for that. Um, but yeah, meeting celebrities and all that stuff. Nah, no, I'm not down with that. I'm not with that. Yeah. Yeah. Shema's Shema's onto something for therapy. That'd yeah, be brilliant. I'm not. God, your phone is terrible, dude. Where are oh, you right I'm now? Sorry. Where are you? Oh, I'm on. Here, how's that? Oh, God. Hell, Why did you man? do that at the beginning? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are making fun of my car now. The Bluetooth is awful. Oh. I have a 2010 car, bro. Don't, don't, you're with me. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I, my 2010 does not have Bluetooth, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe there's a good reason for that. Um, yeah, I would, I would say that I think that there are places where VR could be beneficial and helpful. But I think that the problem is, in order for VR to advance the technology, 
it has to be making somebody money in order to pour more money into it. Meta, right? Yeah. And with that, what you get is that sort of metaverse and you're, you're going to have people, you know, who are VR going to concerts where you're going to stand there and you'll be in your living room singing along and waving your arms and somebody will be on stage performing uh, like that in order because you can sell that, right? You can mm-hmm. put advertising behind that. You can't sell, you know, physical therapy or phobias or any sort of, you know, for mental health reasons. But you're you're I think that they've already used money. it for adult entertainment and are making money on it. You no, know, so this is what I mean. But what Why are you I, trying to spin it on him? I know. Like, I'm, not taking, I'm not at all taking the heat Whatever, for that one. Dude. Right? Like, <laughs> Whatever, like, man. Please. Uh, yeah, no, but, but that's like most tech though, you know, the porno, you know, advances a lot of tech out of the gate and then everybody else sort of realizes, you know, what the, the platform is going to be, which, you know, very specific portions of this tech are going to be the ones who that, that sort of move forward. Um, but will I ever like go, Hey, do you want to meet me in the metaverse? No, yeah, no. I will never like, it's just not like, or, wants or to be left alone in the real world. You think he, he, yeah. I feel like the metaverse? metaverse would be easier, though. What's that? I feel like the metaverse would be easier. You don't for like you. anybody enough to go meet no. up in a metaverse? But no. they're fake people. Roz could like you say whatever he wants, and you know, f off. No, fake? also, nah, also, man, it's going to be filled with other people who are also wearing no, the VR goggles, no. right? Yeah. Also, do you think that for, like I here's what I'm always terrified. I'm terrified that I'm going to do something that is going to cause Catherine to never want to have sex with me ever right. again, right? Yeah. And and I think that if she ever walked in. And I was sitting on my couch with like a headset on, cheersing somebody beside me who doesn't yeah. exist as we're having a drink at the bar. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's never going. To, I'm, I'm getting a separate room at that point. Right. Like there's just it's you're, you've killed everything. It's so weird. You've killed all sexuality at that point. You're talking loud to the other person. Oh, <laughs> right. The music in here is great. Huh? Right. Yeah. No. This is my favorite song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. what if she put on her goggles and you looked, you know. She different. would never do that because I would never have sex with her ever again if I ever walked in the room <laughs> and she was at a bar in VR world, yeah. right? Hey, like, what you doing here? Got yeah. off work early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no. And also, and also in know. VR world, I don't trust people enough to not mess with me. Same. You know, like yeah. I, I just don't. Like, I don't know who you are and where you are with your goggles on and what you're doing. Yeah. Right? Well, like who if, else is there monitoring? Bro, like if we're at a bar, right? Like imagine this, okay? Like imagine, you know, you get somebody like damn it, Maury, okay? Yeah. So you walk into a VR bar, uh, bar VR, whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> and you sit there and you order a drink and Maury comes up beside you and you're both sitting at the bar and you're talking about whatever. I, I can see what Maury's avatar in our VR bar is doing. But I can't see what Maury in his condo alone is doing while he's in the bar with yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> just naked with goggles on. Right? Like, that's what I don't, like, I don't trust people enough to not make it awful. Because yeah. if you give people the opportunity to make it awful, they will. Yeah. Do you think you can actually hear people talk in the metaverse, or is it like bubbles over your head and I have to read? No, it? no you can no, you talk. Can hear. It's you can all speak microphone. To yeah. yeah, Oh, I thought man. it was like eight bit, where it like pauses no, in the words man. over here. No, 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 no. Like it's yeah, the rendering. Like it's going to get perfect. Like the 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 tech on that stuff is going to get perfect. Now, what they use it for. Who knows? Just all bad things. Yeah. Just assume the worst. Yeah. Maury, if they if they released um, a VR, the answer will be yes. But go ahead. If they released a VR like onesie that you would wear, and the onesie was like full of sensors everywhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> and you had the goggles and it was like pristine. And when I say pristine, like it like like avatar level pristine of graphics. Uh-huh. Okay. And you could, your body, the sensors were everywhere on your body. Like if you stepped on a rock, it would hurt the bottom of your foot. Like that's how sensitive these sensors are. Okay. Um, Would you buy that and uh, be, where would you hide that? I would, and I would hide it here at work. Oh, God. Oh, wait. So (laughs) you would bring it home and use it and then bring it to work to hide it? Like I would keep it in my work bag. Okay, maybe I'll keep it in the car. (laughs) wow man that's so gross okay how much would you be willing to pay for that if the technology was incredible and i mean like incredible i think i could go upwards of like 500 500 no way a suit like that you're talking thousands man i can't do that what would what would matthew say if he ever walked in and saw you wearing the suit He's like, let me try. Like, no, you think he would? Absolutely. Wait a second. If you if he was like, Maury, what are you doing right now? And you were like, I don't know. I'm. And you I'm, explain the tech. I'm 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 with I don't know. Name somebody. Lance Stryker. I don't know. <laughs> right. Zach That's Efron. a guy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. How it? do you know that? I don't know. Shot in the dark. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So That's so. That's also a guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enough. Enough. So you think of if if Matthew walked in and you were in the VR suit with Lance. Striker, he would right? be like, "I got to see this." He'd be, he would. And want- the second he felt the sensors, yeah, he'd be like, "You're not getting this back by your own." Oh, so oh, wait a second. Wow. So he would put that on after you had it on. Well, yeah. Why not? Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a hygiene issue. Hanging it in the closet instead yeah, of the car. Exactly. <laughs> All right, yo, yo, Chris, thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, no problem. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for all of your uh, your questions, your comments. Uh, every week we post on Instagram at Kiss925, Ask Roz and Mocha. This is where we get the questions from. So keep them coming in. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925. Kiss925.com. Or download the Kiss925 app.